All right, welcome to Therapize Podcast. This is your host, Guy Hernandez, licensed marriage and family therapist here in the state of California. Uh, so quick updates on the show. Still trying to produce about one episode per month or so. Um, if you're interested in ever joining the show and being a guest, whether it be you're a mental health professional, and you want to talk about uh, some particular topics of interest, or you're just uh, you want to come and talk about maybe your own personal journey in mental health or mental health in general, uh, please contact me. You can contact me at therapizepodcast.com, uh, the podcast at gmail, or through my Facebook or Instagram at Therapize Podcast. Uh, please like and follow and share. Please write a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And yeah, spread the word. It's much appreciated. Still trying to grow this thing and we'll see where it goes. Also, my hope is in the near future to get back to some themes, to do another series like how I did with the communication series. I know I've talked about it before, but doing a series on codependency, maybe doing a series on uh, parenting skills, tech addiction, things of that sort. But still young into the podcast, so still throwing out ideas that hopefully people could attach to and that makes sense. And most of the time, I'm just recording something that has inspired me due to recent conversations that I've had. Uh, and that have become pretty important to me. Well, without further ado, wait, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is titled Failure to Fail. All right, enjoy the show. Welcome. Failure to fail. Well, this is an episode that I've thought about for a very long time. And I was just wondering, when am I going to record it? And then I saw a post about failure from the most famous podcaster, Joe Rogan. So I decided, might as well put it out. This idea of failure as being important to our development. So before I saw that post, um, where I saw this idea of failure to fail really kind of come into play is my work with teens. And now, if you're not a teenager or you don't have teenagers, I don't want you to think, oh my gosh, how is this going to apply to me? It's still, it can still apply to you. It's, it applies to the human experience, or it can very easily. So we just break down the idea of fail failure to fail okay what that suggests or what i'm suggesting is that failure is necessary to our growth and development and our response to failure is very uh key to how we're going to grow and become more resilient over time and that failure is expected we can't necessarily or it's unlikely that we'll just always pass and succeed at every single thing we do it'd be great if we could maybe you do but you know most likely there's parts of your life that you're going to have failures at and how do you grow adapt learn and increase your own resiliency okay now i want to give you an example where i've 
I've seen the failure to fail become a problem in child development. If you have children, at some point they're going to go to school, right? It's a law in the United States that children have a right to their education, okay? Now, during that process, there's a lot of expectations that you're holding as a parent, that the school is holding as a, a school, that the community is holding as a community, that this is how we expect our children to perform. Let's take some generic examples. To get A's and B's, to graduate all the way through high school, maybe to go to college, etc., etc. Fill in your own expectations here, okay? Now, whatever your, your expectations are, if you have teenagers, or if you can even think of your own self, but we're going to continue with this idea of raising a child, okay? And we'll apply it to adults later. If your child doesn't meet those expectations, i.e. fails, then what? Do they know the alternative options to the path that has been laid before them. So if the path that they are presented is go to your K through 12 education, graduate high school, go to college, graduate college, and then what, right? Whatever it is. Well, what if they fail in high school? They don't graduate high school. Do they know what else they can do? What are other options to them? Or is the whole experience an all-or-nothing experience? Now, this is where I see the idea of failure to fail start to grow and develop. Okay. Now, I'm not suggesting that we push our kids into failing high school or anything. That's, that's, not, that's not the message here. The message is, are we preparing our kids and ourselves to be adaptable if they do fail something because it is a possibility and if that's not set up then how do they gain that resiliency what I'm getting at is if the outcome is you need to go to this type of college and get to this type of uh, job to make this type of money and all of that becomes too overwhelming that they just stop trying or you just stop trying because now failure becomes this all or nothing thing I either do this and succeed or I don't do it and I don't succeed do you see how dichotomous or black and white this interaction can become when we play with our own future development So what I'd like you to think about here, whether you ha you're raising kids or you just think about your own childhood development or teenage development is what expectations were set upon you or what, what expectations are you set up, setting upon your children? And if they aren't able to meet those, whether the, the social expectations, go to school, uh, graduate high school, etc. If they aren't able to meet those, then what 
are you able to do? Or do you just stop trying and stay there? So what I've started to see with some of the kids I work with is they stop trying. They're failing to fail. Because what the, basically what I'm getting at is they're no longer trying to get to the next stage of vulnerability. Well, I might as well not even apply to college because I'm not going to get it. So I'll just stay here where I'm at. Well, take the same idea whether you're a teenager applying college and think of it as a job. Now, well, I'm not even going to apply to that job because I don't qualify. Well, I'm not even going to ask that person out on a date because they're just going to say no. Well, I'm not even going to try this new thing because it's not going to work out. That is the theme I'm getting at. Is we're already accepting the future failure. So we don't even try anymore. And that's the failure to fail. And this could be, I mean, this could come out in a bunch of different ways, right? Maybe you did grow up in the environment where failure was very in intense, or maybe it was somewhat uh, life or death, right? That you had to really be sure of what you were doing, or it had some very severe consequences. And this just depends on where you grew up and how you were raised. But where are you now? Do you have the safety to put yourself out there and give something a shot and be okay if it doesn't work out and then still continue along a path? If we break this down into its simplest form, when I work with anybody, Let's say they're coming into me to work on their anxiety, their depression, whatever it is. But let's just stick with those two kind of primary emotions there. One thing I want to shift in their perspective right away is not that they're going to get rid of their depression or get rid of their anxiety. Because it becomes this all or nothing battle. This pass or fail. Like, I got rid of my anxiety. I got rid of my depression. Or I didn't. Versus when I experience anxiety or I experience depression, this is what I'll do to manage it. Because now you can take that same concept, right, that's more flexible into life stressors. When I experience this, this is how I'll respond. When I don't succeed at this, this is how I'll respond. When I don't get that job, this is how I'll respond. When that person doesn't call me back, this is how I'll respond, right? There's more autonomy and empowerment in that mindset than this kind of having this all or nothing, pass or fail, win or lose. Because if not, then where, where do we draw the line? Where do we stop trying? Because we've already assumed we're not going to succeed that we can't actually failure with or fail with dignity fail and know that it's going to be okay or do you go i'm just not going to try because it's better to not try than to fail 
versus going, no, I need to fail, right? That's Because that's actually how I'm going to learn. And that's actually how I'm going to grow. So for me, the way I start to see it is failure, true failure really comes in us giving up after we've had a quote-unquote failure or us not even trying because we already think we're not going to succeed. The success or the progress is in the process and how we respond to adversity and how we respond to barriers, to stressors. How do we increase our own sense of flexibility and adaptability because we are going to encounter uh, roadblocks and and we are going to run to, into what are perceived as failures. Things not going the way we had planned or anticipated. So if you're raising children, think about that. Think about how you set up scenarios that that if they fail, how do you foster that sense of re resiliency and perseverance? And I'm not saying coddle, right? I think that's sometimes what uh, people might hear is that that the message is oh to call them say oh no no it's okay you know it you know this uh, this idea of participation trophies and uh, I don't know if you kind of if anyone has familiar with that idea but I'm not saying just say no it's okay everything's fair no I'm not saying that what I'm saying is Hey, if you failed at something, it's the your life isn't over. What are you going to do now? How are you going to respond to that? Are you going to get? Are you going to give up? Or are you going to try a different way to approach the same goal? Or reevaluate goals? How are you going to be flexible and adaptable to the situation? Now. I was saying that in reference to a teenager, but in reference to yourself, you can just ask yourself those same questions. How did, are there things that I want to achieve and I want to do, and that the only real barrier in this is my fear to fail? Is there really any more adverse consequences to this or severe consequences that I can't recover from? Am I in the place to make a sort of leap or jump into something that I, is really important to me, but the only thing that's stopping me is my fear of failure or my failure to fail? Now I get it. It depends on your context. So... All of us have a different situation. Uh, so I may have something that I'm really passionate about that I want to try, but maybe I'm not in the position to take that leap. It would be a uh, very risk, uh, high risk to take that, that certain leap. Like, let's say, invest a bunch of money in something, whatever it is, right? So that's, that's up for you to kind of evaluate uh, or do a sort, certain risk assessment. But if you can really come down to, say, the risk really isn't that high. It's just that I'm afraid to fail. And I can break it down 
quite simply, doing this podcast, there's not a huge risk for me in doing it. It takes up a little bit of time, doesn't really take up much money. The only real risk that maybe I would fear and which would stop me is Uh, the perceived judgment or dislike that people would have for the podcast. And so think about maybe some things you want to uh, embark on or explore in your own personal development. What's stopping you? Are you failing to fail? Maybe it's a new diet you want to start and you do it for a week and then you go, oh, no, didn't work out. I've talked about this before as a theme. Then do you just give up then? Or do you go, okay, I messed up the first week, but that's okay. This is how I'm going to respond to it then. I'm going to get right back on it. It's okay. that One mess up doesn't mean the whole thing is ruined. Maybe... You really want an ideal job, and then you finally go after one, you don't get it. Do you just stop there, or do you keep applying and keep trying to get to a better better place of employment for yourself? Or do you not even apply because you're already just committing that no one's going to hire you? You're already living in the future consequence or decision before even attempting. So as you can see, coming back to that idea of failing to fail. Because at least if I apply, and I may, maybe I use this same resume 10 times, I get nothing back, and I go, huh, maybe I should try a different strategy. Maybe I, sh- I can edit my resume a bit, maybe get some feedback on it, maybe I can send follow-up emails to the people I applied to, That's the part of adaptability and flexibility versus just committing to the idea of, well, I'm not qualified, I'm not going to apply. Because what do you have to lose? Other than a little bit of time, but if you're unhappy where you're at, you're unhappy where you're at, you have to do something different to get somewhere different. So failure to fail. Broadly, are you not trying because you've already guaranteed yourself that you're not going to succeed on that endeavor? And do you see that that failure as such an all-or-nothing negative that just shuts down your path versus this failure is actually really necessary for me to learn and reflect upon so that I can make my adjustments. And here's my redundancy with saying, if I'm able to reflect and make my adjustments, that's where flexibility comes in, right? That's where adaptability comes in, and that's where my growth starts to uh, come in as well. And this starts very young, right? If you think about how kids are being raised, 
Did you pass your test? Did you fail it? Right? This very black or white thing. Oh, you need to pass that class. You, oh, you really got to pass this class. You really, and it feels very immediate. It feels very urgent. It feels very all or nothing from what I've seen with these kids. And that carries on into adulthood. So maybe you're not a person that has kids or is ready, raising teenagers, but maybe you went through something similar and you could recognize that that pattern may exist in you now. Maybe not. But my main point here is, how do we perceive failure? Do we perceive it as a necessity to our own growth? Or do we perceive it as a reflection of our capabilities? Or lack thereof? And that's kind of my main point here today, is we have to fail. If anyone here at all I'm sure there's at least a couple of you are sports fans. Losses, you often hear uh, losses in terms of losing a game are incredibly important because that's where you get to actually then see your flaws and your areas of improvement. So can you take that into your personal life? Like my example with the job, maybe example with parenting. Or example in your relationship. I don't want to try this new way of interacting because I'm afraid it's not going to go well. Well, okay, then you could you could stay there, stay where you're at, and that's kind of a guarantee. So can we make failure less, uh, less of a fear, a fearful idea? Can we make the idea of failure a more approachable idea? a more safe idea and when I am working with parents on this with their children I am talking about in the ways of how do we make failure safe to your children so that they know if they fail it's not all over that that's their opportunity opportunity to reflect reanalyze and develop new skills and approach the same problem again with a different set of skills all right well i hope this podcast as always has been helpful failure to fail making this idea of failure a little less negative and more of a necessity for our own introspection, self-development, and increased adaptability and flexibility. So, as always, thank you for listening to Therapy's podcast. Please like and share on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy's underscore podcast. Uh, You can email me questions or suggestions at thetherapiespodcast at gmail.com or you can go directly to my website, therapizepodcast.com yeah I'm hoping to continuously update the website and make it uh, more of a resource database I don't know how long that will take but I'll continue working on it alright and another update my dear friend Stephanie Kaufman who was on an episode of Therapize Podcast two episodes ago 
is releasing her children's book on emotions and feelings and how they represent themselves internally as in a body response and externally as a behavior. And it's a great way for parents and children to begin talking about feelings and behaviors. So I'll, I'll post that on my website and on also on my social media accounts. So if you're a parent and you're interested in the children's book and finding different ways to talk to your child about feelings and emotions, as well as their behaviors, it's going to be a highly recommended resource. Uh, other updates, um, yeah, continue to reach out to me. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, would be highly appreciated. And remember, as always, Therapy's podcast is intended to be an informational and educational podcast. It is not intended to replace your own uh, mental health treatment. So if you do require mental health treatment, please seek out mental health treatment in your area or from your primary care physician. And as always, thank you for listening. Talk to you next time.